Hi, and welcome to the Circle of Film Podcast. I'm Ryan, and join me as we step into Apollo 11 in today's review episode. I can show you the world. Just take a look through my eyes. Yeah, today's episode, a uh, little delayed um, due to time and, and scheduling issues and things like that, but we're here. It is Monday. Uh, finally, if you if you saw, I posted this on Twitter um, and, and as well, but Monday's episode is going to be what Friday's would have been, sort of. Um, Friday's episode was going to be a review of Greta, but after it got delayed to Saturday, at least, uh, I changed that to Apollo 11, and now here we are. Uh, there will be an additional episode this week on Tuesday to make up for missing one last week, so Tuesday's episode uh, will come out tomorrow, and then we will be back to normal for Wednesday and Friday, and uh, hopefully avoiding future scheduling conflicts. Seems to be happening a lot, and I'm gonna I'm gonna nip that in the bud. I just gotta be more proactive in, in finding the time and taking the time to record and uh, things like that. So, uh, I have finally been able to put 2018 to bed. Uh, I'm sure I will still see a handful of films from 2018 going forward, but for the most part, I, I f- am not even thinking about it anymore. Uh, the Circle of Film Awards are done, the the Oscars are over with, and uh, we've got enough separation now to really point point the ship in a in a forward direction uh and that and that starts with i mean it started before with glass and how to train your dragon and the lego movie but really feels like we've got something special with apollo 11 and that's the movie we're going to talk about it as a documentary it's currently in theaters uh limited engagement i think and imax it might expand Uh, i know captain marvel is going to take a lot of imax theaters away from it maybe all of them uh, this weekend, but if you can get the chance to see it in IMAX, it's so so worthy, so worth it, uh, so rewarding to see it in that format, and uh, I, I think you know will we'll improve your experience. So, so what is Apollo Eleven? Uh, Apollo Eleven, uh, for for anyone who maybe be might be my age and and, and wasn't really around when uh, all this took place back in 1969. Jeez, 50 years ago. Um, this July, uh, 50 years ago, uh, man first landed on the moon, and uh, it was that Apollo 11 mission um, with Neil Armstrong and, and, and Buzz Aldrin, and uh, God, I never remember his name. What's the third guy's name? Um, they say it so many times, too. It was Michael Collins. Uh, three men who braved a treacherous, harrowing, uh, pres- you know, despite their their low heart rates, uh, presumably, you know, scary uh, journey. And Apollo 11 showcases this this event. Uh, in a way that I, I don't think could have ever possibly been been shown um, in in a biopic. You know, first man from last year, 
comes close if i'm honest you know i i my love for first man is is not really there i, I think i like it but i i think it's soulless in a lot of ways that maybe that's a little harsh but but trending in that direction at least and apollo 11 covers much of the same ground it doesn't go into neil armstrong's personal life and it doesn't deal with that but as far as the actual trip and the actual space element of of the story and the event uh the tooth films have a lot in common but apollo 11 um you know, it, it doesn't have any talking heads. You know, the not, at no point in this movie is someone just staring at the camera saying, you know, and then me and Buzz, whatever, 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 and then me and Neil, whatever, 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 you know, and I was sitting back in the coffee room watching the TV, whatever, whatever, whatever. No, no, none of that. No, no, no. This is pure, pure footage of the event. We see cameras placed inside the rocket we see cameras from the control rooms we see people um, watching from cape canaveral uh, we see people everywhere and yet it's it's not talking heads it's just voyeurism it is it is being a fly on that wall it is it is going through that experience and it's undeniably um in my opinion the the only way to really experience the moon landing uh if you aren't someone who was alive to to actually have been part of it you know this condenses a a six or seven day event into an hour and a half and it does so with great tension you know this is you know i know exactly what happens we all know they land on the moon they come back no one was harmed nothing really went wrong and yet all through all of it you know this film does a great job through the editing through through um the way the film looks through through the score uh just to ratchet up the tension to propel the film on the stakes on the collective uh efforts of the 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 men involved from from Buzz and Neil and Michael up on the spaceship to all of the scientists, all of the engineers, all of the physicists, all of the workers, the crew, everybody on the ground it, from NASA, uh, you know, working through this thing and making sure everything runs as smoothly as possible. It, it, it's a testament to to just what humans are capable of. You know, and I think that's kind of the way the doc presents this. It's not, you know, Neil Armstrong may be the foremost name associated with landing on the moon. And even just now, like, I could not remember the third astronaut's name. I could not remember Michael Collins' name. And to be fair, you know, he's not a name that comes up a lot. When you learn about this event in school, when you learn about what happened, uh, Neil Armstrong is numero uno. Buzz Aldrin, uh, you know, as the second secondary man who stepped on the moon, also pretty prominent name. Uh, also, Buzz is you know pretty easy to remember. It's funny, and when you're younger, it it resonates. Michael Collins, uh, you know, he's uh, uh, it's unfortunate that he is kind of 
relegated to the sidelines. But the Apollo 11 proposes that there are hundreds, if not thousands, and tens of thousands of names and people who deserve to be elevated and on the same level as Neil Armstrong. And, and I think all of us kind of know that, right? Yes, Neil Armstrong did an incredible thing as the first human to step on the moon. Yes, uh, he, he was um, a pioneer. Yes, his job was incredibly difficult. It was not as simple as ride in this vehicle until you reach a point and then walk. Uh, to think of it as in that, those simple of terms is, is ludicrous. But he, he could not have done this without the multi without the the plethora and and multitudes of people working in every facet of this journey people assembling the rocket people who did the the physics and engineering of the rocket people who worked out the math of space travel of of the segmented rocket leave you know leaving the atmosphere of of reassembling this reorganizing the assembly the assembly of the rocket in space landing on the moon uh maintaining lunar orbit for michael collins uh getting back to michael collins after spending you know however long they had an hour and a half or two hours or so on the moon getting all out of the lunar orbit back to earth landing safely upon re-entry, not blowing up, uh, rescuing them, all the steps of the process, right, are outlined in immense detail and, and brilliant visuals in Apollo 11. And the amount of people involved in all of those steps, uh, you know, it's it, you can't even, there's too many names to count. I, I you know, it, it's, it's a... It's an overwhelming and momentous occasion. You can't, you know, you know, we, we talk about first man on the moon, Neil Armstrong, and it, it just, watching Apollo 11, I think, more than anything I've ever seen on uh, surrounding this event, uh, really conveys the idea that you cannot bring it up without respecting and honoring and attributing um, credit to everyone else involved. Uh, you know, we, we, I would say the predominant amount of, of footage from this is back in the control room, is you know these cat uh, the communicate these guys communicating with the apollo vessel uh these guys monitoring their heart rates monitoring um you know their rate of speed the rate of acceleration how much fuel they have left uh, and so on and so on and so on and uh, you know obviously these guys are not the ones up in space they're not the ones you know where one tiny thing goes wrong and they're potentially lost forever but uh, you know, they have just as much a stake in, in the success of this mission as anyone else does. Uh, they have just as much riding on it. They had, you know, they're the ones contributing math to, to do this and, and physics and formulas. And, and it just, it all 
coalesces uh, into just this sort of pulsing uh, unit of of progress and and you know it's it's really fascinating to see uh, in this in a in the dock I think we get so much video footage from inside the rocket that I feel like you know how how is this maybe it hasn't been hidden for 50 years but how how has this not been you know a bigger deal than before this you know has it taken 50 years to cobble together what this is to present it in a way that makes sense and can be understood maybe i don't know um it did have to be recovered and and so on but it just man i like you should this is this is the lesson plan, right? When you're teaching this in school, this is exactly what it is. Uh, you know, it's it's constantly running throughout this film are countdowns. Um, you know, far more than just countdown to ignition, countdown to liftoff. There's countdown to uh, you know s- separating the the spaceship. Countdown to uh, leaving the Earth's surface, count, or, or, or leaving the Moon's surface, countdown to entering the the Earth's atmosphere, countdown to this, that, the other. Um, how long to fire the the fuel and use up the fuel reserves? How long to do whatever? And uh, it's it's I don't know. You know, it's obviously a thing that you could do for any event, right? I, I you know, I could go make food and I could do countdown to um turning on the oven countdown to you know inserting the pizza countdown to uh you know the the pizza being done whatever whatever and i could segment that one thing into a dozen different parts but when they so you know i think that method in and of itself doesn't exactly um ring true uh, necessarily but when you the way it's presented in the film the way the way they the score swells um every time uh but not the same every time but but you know uses what's at stake and and uses the length of the countdown and and um the the it, it really does feel like they they took what was visually going to be seen so you know some of the visuals uh you know um specifically from the spaceship it's not as clear what you're seeing it's it's a little more a little murkier more difficult to make out and you end up with if you didn't have this countdown if you didn't know what was being what was going on you wouldn't really know what was happening You, you wouldn't have an idea you couldn't see it always sometimes you can and and man just seeing the earth as that tiny blue dot uh watching i don't know just the the perspectives the angles uh the look of everything is it's magnificent you know it fills you with i don't know this sense of maybe this sounds a little weird belonging community um cohesion and um yeah i i really enjoyed it i i again i highly encourage everyone to go out and see it 
um, preferably an IMAX, but I'm sure you would get a similar, if not equal, um, experience going to see it in a normal theater screen. And I think this is our first big awards contender, honestly. Uh, you know, Lego Movie for Original Song aside, which, again, it might not even be a contender in that, for all I know. Apollo 11 is certainly a documentary contender uh, if, you know, if it turns out to be eligible, has nothing go wrong in that process. But I really liked it and uh one of my favorite movies of the year so far so thank you for listening uh, uh if if you want to find more episodes uh you can head over to circleoffilm.com they are all there uh, or on itunes and other places where podcasts can be found um you can support the show by uh liking rating reviewing subscribing on itunes uh, or heading over to patreon.com slash circle of film uh, for, and subscribing for as little as eight cents an episode. Uh, you can follow me, you can follow me on Letterboxd at Circle of Film, Twitter at Circle of Film, or send me an email, circleoffilm at gmail.com about anything, anything really. And um, that's it. <laughs> Thanks for listening to today's episode. And as always, have a week. So long, farewell, I'll be the same night. I know she'll never leave me, even as she fades from view. So long, farewell, I'll be the same adieu. Nothing's really left or lost without a trace. Nothing's gone forever, only out. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So long.